Shas Illuminated presents the following shear by Rabbi Gershon Bertman. Meseches Sukkah has been dedicated by Mr. and Mrs. Noach Stengel, Le'iloi Nishmas Feivel Yosef ben Chaim Leib, and Yehuda Zev ben Feivel Yosef. The Mishnah Nafla Mudalef said that if one buys Arba Minim from an Amoretz Bashvi'is, he has to pay for the Lulav and not for the Esraig, because the Esraig is Kodesh B'Kedusha Shvi'is, and when he's giving money for the Esraig, he's handing Mo'is, which are Kodesh B'Kedusha Shvi'is, to the Amoretz, and one is not allowed to give an Amoretz Dmei Peri Shvi'is. The Gemara Lamitesim Udbeis asked if there is an Isra to give Dmei Peri Shvi'is to an Amoretz, how come we are allowed to, to pay for the Lulav on Shnatsa Shmita Shnatsa Shvi'is? That is also Dmei Peri Shvi'is. And the Gemara assumes that a lulav is kodesh b'kedushas shviz, and therefore the Gemara asks, why is it that one could pay for the lulav and not for the esrog? The Gemara explained that there is a, a basic difference between the lulav and the esrog b'shnas shviz. The lulav, even though the halachos of kedushas shviz do apply to a lulav, that is only a lulav that was nechnat that had chanoto. Bishnas Ashviz, which means that the beginning of the growth of the Lulav started on Shnas Ashviz. And therefore, when one comes to Chagasukois of Shnas Ashmito and he wants to buy a Lulav from an Amharat, you could know for sure that this Lulav was not Nechnat Bashnas Ashviz, since the Lulav now is completely and fully grown. It must be that the growth of the Lulav started Bashano Hashishis, and therefore this Lulav is not Kodoish Viktush Ashviz. On the other hand, when it comes to an esroig, even though this esroig did not have a chanoto bishnas shviz, says the Gemara in our page in, in Daf Mem Amud Aleph, our Tana that said in our Mishnah that one is not allowed to buy an esroig from an Amorat shviz, he holds like the Brisa that says it said in the name of Rabbi Seinu, Rabbi Seinu nimnu beusha veamru esroig bosa lekito ben lemaiser ben leshviz. That by Esraig, the halacha is that we follow the Lakita and not the Chanoto. And t- whether the Esraig is Kodosh, Mikdusha Shviz or not, depends on when it was Nilkat, when it was collected from the tree. So therefore, when one buys an Esraig from the Amoris in Shnasa Shviz, even though he could know for sure that this Esraig was not Nechanat, the Chanoto did not happen in Shnasa Shviz. Nevertheless, since the Lakita of the Esraig happened in Shnasa Shviz, we say that this Esraig is Kodesh Bukdusha Shviz, and one is not allowed to pay for the Esraig. By doing so, he will be handing the Amoretz money, which is Kodesh Bukdusha Shviz. Now, the Gemara in our Daf, Daf Memum Dalif, says, The only reason that the Gemara was able to find to explain the why in the Mishnah we are allowed to buy a lulav from an Amoretz, even though usually there is a Kedusha Shviz by a lulav, is because it is a lulav of Barshishi Sanichnas Shviz. A lulav which is being sold on Shnas Hashmita is usually a lulav from the sixth year. The Chanota of this lulav happened in the Shana Shishis. Ask the Gemara, Hodeshviz Kodosh. It is Mashma from the Gemara, from the fact that the Gemara said that. The reason why the lulav is not Kodesh is because the Chanota happened in Shishis. It is mashma that a lulav which was Nechanat, which had the Chanota on Shviz, a lulav which started growing on Shnasa Shemitah, Kodeshu 
it has Kedushas Shviz with all the halachas that apply to a fruit that has Kedushas Shviz. One is not allowed to do Schoira and other things with such a lulav. And asks the Gemara, Amai, Eitzim be'almehu ve'eitzim in by mishum Kedushas Shviz. Why is it that a lulav has Kedushas Shviz since we know that Eitzim, regular trees, do not have Kedushas Shviz to them? And why is Lulav different than any other, other Eitzim that do not have Kedusha Shviz? The Gemara answers and the Gemara explains that there's a, a very big difference between Lulav and all the other Eitzim. The reason why the other Eitzim do not have Kedusha Shviz to them is because we learn from the Pasuk. The Pasuk says, shabas This is the Pasuk which is discussing the halachos of Shnasa Shemitah, and the Pasuk uses the word Le'ochla. And Chazal learned from here that the halachos of Shemitah apply only to something which is usually used for eating or anything similar to eating. And the Gemara explains, from the Pasuk of the Ochla, we learn that the, the, the Kedusha Shviz is only Chal on something which is similar to Achila. And the idea of Achila is that which means the benefit that the person is getting comes together simultaneously with the, the, the elimination of the pre. When one eats the fruit, he destroys the fruit while he is eating. So the Hana and the Biur of the fruit come at the same time. Says the Gemara, therefore, Kedusha Shviz is only by fruits and, 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 and anything which is similar to that. But regular Eitzim, the Hana and the Biur do not come at the same time. And Rashi explains that usually Eitzim wood is prepared in order to bake things in the oven with it. In the olden days, they used to bake with the, with the wood that they used to cut off from the trees. And therefore, when, when one is baking something with wood, the hana of the baking is not together, does not come together with the beer, with the destruction of those trees. Because the trees first get burnt, and only after that, when they come to a stage of coals, that's when the person uses those coals in order to bake with them. So therefore, since the hana, the benefit that the person gets from the A-team, does not come together with the biur, with the elimination of those eitzim. It is not considered hanoosu beuroi shaveh, and we learn from the pasuk of leochla that anything which is not hanoosu beuroi shaveh, there is no kedusha shviz to it whatsoever. Says the Gemara, that is true only when we are talking about general trees that their primary use is for heating up the oven. But in the case of lulav, explains Rashi, the, the real usage of a, of a lulav is to sweep the house. In those days, they used to use the lulavim instead of what we have today as a broom. So these were the brooms of the olden days. And says Rashi, if the, if the main usage of, of a lulav is in order to sweep the floor with it, then it is hana'asuyu be'urai shaveh, because a person gets the benefit of the lulav by sweeping the floor. And while he is doing so, the lulav starts to be destroyed, the pieces of the lulav starts falling off, therefore the destruction, the beer of the lulav comes together simultaneously together with the benefit and the hana that the person gets from that lulav.
So this when we learn this Gemara, it sounds like the maskana of the Gemara is that Alulav has Kedusha Shavis, even though all the other eight team do not have Kedusha Shavis to them, because they do not have Hanaosa Yubi Uroi together. But Alulav, since Hanaosa Yubi Uroi Shaveh, it is Kodesh B'Kedusha Shavis. And the only reason why one is allowed to buy a lulav from an Amaretz Bashviz because we know that this specific lulav is not Kodesh Bikdush Hashviz because this lulav had its Hanota in Shona Shishis. But in the case where a lulav was Nechnat, had a Hanota in Shona Shviz, it will be Kodesh Bikdush Hashviz and it will be exactly like all the other payroids that are Kodesh Bikdush Hashviz. Rabbi Kivayegar asks Akasha, he found that the Rambam in the Perusha Mishnayis and the Rabbi Yavadi Batanura, the Rav, both explain that the reason why one is allowed to buy a lulav from an Amhaaretz Bishnas Hashmita is because a lulav is an eight, and eightim do not have Kedushas Shviz to them. And Rabbi Kivayegar asks, the Gemara clearly said that Lulav is different than all the other Eitzim, and really a Lulav does have Kedusha Shviz to, to it, and the reason why one is allowed to buy the Lulav from the Amorites is not because it does not have Kedusha Shviz, only because this Lulav was Nechnat B'Shana Shishis, since it, there's not enough time for a Lulav to have Hanoto from Rosh Hashanah until Sukkot, so we could assume that this Lulav started growing in Shana Shishis, but a Lulav which grew in Shana Shviz, does have Kedusha Shviz. So, so why did the Rambam and the Rav write that a Lulav does not have Kedusha Shviz at all because it is an 8 in the Gemara, it is Mashma, that a Lulav does have Kedusha Shviz. And the Nafkemini will be in a Lulav which did have a Hanoto in Shana Shviz, that according to the Rambam, this Lulav will not have Kedusha Shviz, but according to the Pashtis of the Gemara, a Lulav which was Nechnat Bashviz will have Kedusha Shviz to it. The Kappa Istamarim also asks the same question. He found that not only the Rambam, also the Ran wrote that the reason why a Lulav does not have Kedusha Shviz is because it is similar to eight. It is part of the category of Eitzim, and not because it, it had a Hanoto in Shono Hashishis. And the Kappa Istamarim asks that the Pashtas Gemara is Mashma, that Lulav does have Kedusha Shviz, and the reason why in our Mishnah one could buy it from an Amoharetz is because the Lulav was Nechnat Bashishis. The Kapoist Morim answers that really the Pshat in the Rambam and the other Rishonim that say that eight, that Lulav does not have Kedusha Shviz at all depends on understanding the Hemshech HaGemara in our Daf and Daf Mem Omudalev. After the Gemara explained the reason why Eitzim do not have Kedusha Shviz to them, the Gemara explained that this is because Eitzim, we don't say that Hanoason Ubei Uran Shoveh, the Hanah from the Eitzim is only after they were misbar, after they were consumed, then a person gets the benefit of cooking with those Eitzim. The Gemara asks a question. Rashi explains that the Eitzim Demashchon are special Eitzim, Eitzshemen, and these are very flammable Eitzim, and it was used not only for cooking or for baking, it was also used for the purpose of lighting. People used to light those eitzim and they used to create light similar to candles. And the Gemara's kasha is, since these types of eitzim, atzei mashchon, atzei shemen, are used for lighting, and lighting is the benefit that the person is getting is exactly at the same time that the eitzim are misbo'er min ha'olam. 
Therefore, why do we say a general rule that Eitzim do not have Kedushas Shviz to them? At least Eitzim Demashchan should have Kedushas Shviz. The Gemara answers, It is true that Eitzim Demashchan are used also for lighting, but since Stam Eitzim are used only for Hasaka, for lighting up the Tanor and heating up the, the, the oven for, for uh, baking, Therefore, since most of the etim are used for baking, and in baking, the baking process is as we explained, therefore even etim de mashchon are also included in this, in that, in this general, rule, general rule that etim do not have Kedusha Shvish to them, even though specifically etim de mashchon, one of the way that they are used are in a way of still we follow the roib of etim. Now, Toysus and Babakama explains that it must be that Eitzim de Mashchon, these types of Eitzim, even though they were used for lighting, to, to create light in the house, this wasn't their Roiv Tashmishom. Only, only mute of the people, of the people use them for lighting. But the majority of the people use them, like any other Eitz, for baking food in the oven. And Sestasis, because if we would say that Roiv of the Tashmish of those Eitzi Mashchon was for lighting the house, then, then the, the halacha should be that Eitzi Mashchon should have Kedusha Shviz. The same way we say that, that a Lulav has Kedusha Shviz because the usual way of using a Lulav is sweeping the house and this is and we do not say that a Lulav is like all the other trees. Because since the normal usage of a lulav is for hanosi b'uroi shoveh, we don't care that all the other eitzim are used for hanosi achar b'uroi. So too says Toysis, if the metzis was that most people use etzim mashchon for lighting, and lighting is hanosi b'uroi shoveh, we wouldn't have said that since all the other eitzim are hanosi achar b'uroi, so also etzim mashchon has no Kedusha Shviste. No, we would have said that it is similar to Lulav, and it would have had Kedusha Shviste to it. From the fact that the Gemara says that Atzei Mashchon does not have Kedusha Shviste, do not have Kedusha Shviste to them, that's a raya, says Taisis in the Baba Kama, that Atzei Mashchon usually are used for Hasaka like any other tree. Only sometimes they are used also for lighting, and therefore the Gemara asked, asked in the Havamina, since at least sometimes it is used for lighting, it should be something which sometimes is and it should have Kedusha Shviz. And the Gemara answered, no, since even this Atsi Mashchon usually is used for Hasaka, for lighting up the oven, for warming up the oven, therefore, even though sometimes it is used for lighting, we consider it like a regular Eitz, like all the other Eitzim, that the Halacha is since the Hanoosoi Achar Beuroi, they do not have Kedusha Shviz to them. So this Pshat in the Gemara is according to Rashi and according to Toysvis. And based on that, Rashi and Toysvis hold there's, that there's a very big difference between Lulav and Atzei Mashchon. It is true that Atzei Mashchon do not have Kedusha Shviz to them. Because, that is only because their Roiv Tashmish, the majority of the usage of the, of the Atzei Mashchon is like any other Eitzim, for Hasaka Be'alma, but a Lulav, the Roiv Tashvish of the Lulav was Lechabed Voisabais, to sweep the home, and therefore Lulav, his Ikar Tashvish is Hanoosu Be'uro Yishove, 
and therefore it does have a Kedusha Shviz. Back to the Rambam, since the Kapo Istmarim, the Rambam had a different shot in the Gemara. The Rambam understood that when the Gemara asked that Atzi Mashchon should have Kedusha Shviz to them, that is because the Gemara knew that Atzi Mashchon, the Roiv Tashmish of Atzi Mashchon, was for lighting the house. Most of the people use Atzi Mashchon not for using them in the oven, only for lighting the house. And therefore the Gemara asks, why don't we have Kedusha Shviz in Atzi Mashchon? It should be similar to a Lulav. The same way by Alula we say that since Roiv people use it for, for Kibbut Abayis, which is a Tashmish of Hanaos Yubir Roishove, so to Atzimashchon, Roiv, the majority of the Tashmishim of the Atzimashchon is for something which Hanaos Yubir Roishove, which is to light the house. And according to the Rambam, the Gemara answers, Stam which means that even though Atzimashchon, the majority of the, of, of the usage of Atzei mashchon, mashchon is for lighting, is for Oiro, and lighting is still we follow the Roiv of the Eitzim. And since the Roiv of the Eitzim, we say that Hanaosu is Achar Ve'uroi, because most of the Eitzim are used for Hasaka, for the Tanur, and over there it is Hanaosu Achar Ve'uroi, so we ignore this Atzim Mashchon, we ignore the minority of the Eitzim, and we say a general rule that all the Eitzim have one Din, which is all of them do not have Kedusha Shviz to them, since most of the Eitzim, their Hano is Hano Osoi Achar Be'uroi. Says the Kapist Morim, according to this Pshat, when the Gemara said this Teret, that Stam Eitzim Velahasoka in Oindim, and the Gemara said that this is the reason why Atzei Mashchon do not have Kedusha Shviz, even though Roiv Tashmishim of the Atzei Mashchon is for Hadlokas Oyer, for lighting the house, so too we could say about a Lulav. That even though the Lulav, Roiv the Tashmish of the Lulav is for sweeping the house, and sweeping the house is Hanoosoy, Uvei Uroi Shaveh, but still, since Stam Eitim Lahasoko Enoimdim, Therefore, even though we find some types of Eitim that they specifically, their primary usage is, uh, is Hano, which Hano also Yubi Shaveh, we follow the Roiv of the Eitim, and since the Roiv of the Eitim is Hano also Yachai even the Miut of the Eitim is Nimshachachar Roiv, and therefore even the Lulav does not have a Kedusha Shviz to it. And that's why the Rambam and all the other Rishonim and the Rav explained that the reason why in the Mishnah one could sell a Lulav to the Amorites is because the Lulav does not have a Kedusha Shviz. Because the Rambam understood that when the Gemara said, Stam Eitzim, Lahasoko Kaimeh, Lahasoko Inoimdim, the Gemara was choiser from the previous Teretz. In the beginning we understood that a Lulav does have Kedusha Shviz. And since the Gemara understood that Lulav does have Kedusha Shviz, the Gemara had to come to the Teretz that a Lulav was Nechnat Bashishis in the case of the Mishnah. But now that finally the Gemara came to the second Teretz, and the Gemara had to explain that Atzei Mashchon, even though the Roiv Tashmish of Atzei Mashchon is for lighting the house, and this is a Hanoosu Yubi nevertheless, since we follow the Roiv Eitim and Roiv Eitim, the Hano is after the Bior. So, so too we could say about the Lulav, that the reason why Lulav does not have Tusha Shviz is not because it was Nechnat Bashishis. Even if it will be Nechnat Bashviz, it will not have a Kedusha Shviz, since Lulav is, belongs to the family of Eitzim, 
And all the Eitzim have one din, that they do not have Kedusha Shvish, since the Roiv of the Eitzim, their Hanoah is Hanoasoi Achar Bi'uroi. The Chassam Seifer over here in Chidushi Chassam Seifer says another interesting raya to the to the word of the Kapist Morim and to his explanation that La Halocha and La Maskono Olulov does not have Kedusha Shvis and says the Chassam Seifer that if we hold that Olulov does have Kedusha Shvis and the only reason why the Mishnah allowed one to buy a lulav from an Hamaoret Bashvis is because the lulav had its Chanoto Beshono Hashishis. If that is the case, so when the Shono Hashminis come, comes, when the year after Shemitah comes about, the Din of the Mishnah should be the exact opposite. When the Shono Hashminis comes and a person wants to buy his Arba Minim from an Amoretz, it should be that he should be allowed to buy the Esroig, because the Esroig does not have any Kedusha to it, since in Esroig we follow the time that it, the, of the Lakita, the time that it was collected from the tree, and this esrig was collected by Shana Hashminis. And on the other hand, in this time in the Shana Hashminis, the Lulav should have Kedusha Shvis to it, because the Lulav of Shana Hashminis was obviously Nechnat. It started growing in the Shana Hashvis. And says the Chasam Saifer, then in that case, a person should be only allowed to pay for the esrig, and he should ask the Amaretz to give him the Lulav of Matana. The exact opposite of the halacha that we find in our Mishnah in Daflamites. The Mishnah in Daflamites is talking about someone who bought the Arba Minim on Shonashvis, and the Mishnah explains that he's not allowed to pay for the Esrik because the Esrik has a Kedushashvis, and the Lulav he could pay for because the Lulav was Nechnat Beshonashishis. Says the Chazam Seifer, if that explanation remained to Damaskona, and really a Lulav does have a Kedushashvis, so when the Shonashminis comes, the things turn around, and now the Lulav has Kedusha, because this Lulav is a Lulav that started growing from the Shona Hashvis, and the Esrik does not have any Kedusha, because it was collected in Shona Hashminis, and asks the Chazam Sefer, why didn't the Mishnah mention such a Halacha? Why did the Mishnah focus only on some on one who was buying the Arba Minim by Shona Hashvis? The Mishnah should have told us the same din, just the reverse, in a case of a person buying a lulav and esroig Ashminis. That in that case, he's only allowed to pay for the esroig and get the lulav bematana. Says the Chazam Sefer, from the fact that the Mishnah did not give us this halacha, that's a raya that, that Lamaskano lulav does not have a Kedusha Shviz at all. And as the Kapistorim explained, the Maskan of the Gemara is that all trees are equal and no tree has a Kedusha Shviz to it. And therefore, when one comes to the Shona Hashminis, he does not have a problem in paying to the Amaretz for the lulav, since the lulav does not have any Kedusha to it, even though it was Nechnat Bashona Hashviz. Therefore, says the Chassam Sefer, the mission itself is a very strong Raya, to the Rambam and to the Peshat of the Kapist Morim. La Halacha, it comes out that there is a Machlaikis, Rashi and Toysvis on one side, and the Rambam and other Rishonim on the other side, as to whether Lulav has Kedusha Shviz to it. The Rambam holds that Lulav does not have Kedusha Shviz, and Rashi and Toysvis hold that a Lulav does have Kedusha Shviz, just that we follow the Chanota of the Lulav, but if the lulav was nechnat, started growing in the Shona Hashvis, it does, it does have a kedush to it. In the Sefer Mishnas Yosef, he is 
he's clearing regarding Alulav Bazman Hazeh. He says that even according to Rashi and Toysfis, the reason why the Gemara explained that Alulav has a din of Kedusha Shviz is because it is similar to Achila. We learn from the Pasuk Le'ochla that Kedusha Shviz is only Chal on things which are Hana'osayu Be'uroi Shoveh. And as Rashi explained, Lulav is also Hana'osayu Be'uroi Shoveh since it is Osui Lechabed Boyes Abais. The normal way to use a lulav is to sweep the house with it. Obviously not the lulav of the mitzvah, but the, the normal way to use generally lulavim. And therefore this usage of sweeping the house is The lulav starts to being destroyed while the person is ga- gaining the benefit from the lulav. Therefore it has Kedusha Shviz. Says the Mishnah Yosef, Bazman in our days no one uses lulavim to sweep their homes, we have other methods of sweeping the houses. And therefore, the question will be, maybe even Rashi and Toysis will agree that nowadays there's no Kedusha to Lulavim, even if the Lulav was Nechnat in the Shana Hashviz, since in our days the only way that we use Lulav is mainly for the mitzvah of Natilas Lulav, but we don't sweep the houses for with the Lulavim, so we don't have the Svarah of Hanah also Yubi Shavit. The Mishnah Yosef says that this question, this Shaila is based, is, is depending on a Machloikis between the Chazonish and the Shevet Halevi Ravosner. Their Machloikis is regarding peels of oranges, peels of Maranten. And the question is whether peels of oranges have Kedusha Shviz, Bazmanazeh, or not. Mi'ikaradin, peels of oranges, have Kedusha Shviz to them. Because they are ro'uy lema'achal behemo. And since they ro'uy lema'achal behemo, they are considered oichel. And the makhloik is between the Chazanish and the Shevet Alevi is whether nowadays that most people do not use the peels of their oranges to feed a behemo, do we still say that the peels of the oranges have tushashvis? The Chazanish hold that since ro'uy bnei odom do not feed the behemoys with peels of oranges, so we do not say anymore that the peels have Kedusha Shviz to them. On the other, other hand, of Shevet, the Shevet Alevi is Machmir, and he says that since the, these peels are ro'oi for Machal Behemo, even though it is not common to do so anymore, we will say that it does have Kedusha Shviz, and the Halacha does not change. Says the Mishnah Yosef, the question regarding the lulav is very similar. Also over here, according to the Chazanish, we will say that since nowadays no one uses the lulav to sweep the house, so it comes out that nowadays it's not Hana also you be and therefore there shouldn't be any kedusha shvis in the lulav even according to Rashi and Tosis. But according to Ravazner, we should be mahmi that there is kedusha shvis in the lulav since even though nowadays the metzis has changed, the halacha still remains since one could technically use his lulav for sweeping the house and even though people do not do so anymore it is similar to the peels of the orange the people do not feed them and still we are machmir that they do have kedusha shviz to them says that even according to the shevet alevi even according to ravozna that holds that by the peels of the oranges they do have kedusha shviz still there's no riot to the case of a lulav and by lulav there shouldn't be any Kedusha. Because the, the Svarah of, the, of Rav Vosner is 
regarding something which is which was considered oichel at the time where people used to feed their the peels of the oranges to behemois those peels had had a shame oichel to them it wasn't oichel of machal adam but it was machal behema but still it was considered oichel and therefore it had kedusha shvis and the chiddush of the shevet alevi is that even though nowadays people do not use it anymore for that purpose of feeding the behemois the shame oichel still remains and it does have kedusha shvis but that is only regarding something that once upon a time had a shame oichel to it but when we are talking about the lulav, even in the times of Chazal, when people used the lulav for sweeping their homes, it did not have Shem Oichel. It had a Kedusha Shviz because it was similar to Oichel, because Hanoasu Yubei but it never had a Shem Oichel. There's an added halacha that not only Oichel, it has Kedusha Shviz, also all the things which are similar to Oichel by the fact that Hanoasu Yubei Says the, the says of Shlomis Alman, if the only reason why it was similar to Eichel is because Hanaosi because the minhag was to sweep the homes with the lulav, that changes with times. And since nowadays people do not use that the lulav for such a thing, so the whole mitzias has changed, and therefore nowadays it is not similar to Eichel, and therefore there is no raya from the Shevet Halevi that is machmir on klipe tapuzim that they do have. A Kedusha Shviz to the case of Lulav, and in the case of Lulav, it for sure will not have a Kedusha Shviz, even according to Rashi and Taisis that hold that in the times of the Gemara, Lulav did have Kedusha Shviz, but nowadays, since nowadays, the Lulav is just like any other tree that does not have Kedusha Shviz. We mentioned Rashi's pshat why Eitzim are considered and Rashi explained that when a person uses Eitzim in order to bake, things, foods with them, first the, the process goes that first the etim are being burnt, and only after that the person is using the coals in order to bake with them. And therefore the hana, the benefit that a person gets from the etim is only after they have been destroyed, and therefore it is considered hana osay acha bi'uroi. Toysus asks in Babakamad Kamed Alaf Amud that that is true regarding baking, but in the case of cooking, a person is getting the hana right away. When the flames are still up and high, he could put the pot on top of those, those burning Eitzim. And in that case, the Hano and the Biur happen at the same time. So why do we say that Eitzim do not have Kedusha Shviz since Hano also Achav Biuroi? That is true if the Hano is only the Hano of baking, but people use Eitzim also for cooking, and therefore it should be considered Hano also Biuroi Shove, and the Eitzim should have Kedusha Shviz to them. Taisvis answers and Taisvis says that it is true that people use Eitzim also for cooking purposes, but the main, the Ikar Tashmish of Eitzim is for Afia. In those days, the Ikar Tashmish was for baking, and only mute of the Tashmish was for cooking. Therefore, we follow the Roiv Tashmish, and since the Roiv Tashmish is, is, is Afia, and the case of Afia, the Hanosai comes Achar Biuroi. Therefore, Eitzim are considered things which Hanosai Achar Biuroi, and they are not Kodosh Bikdusha Shviz. Rabbeinu Hananel here in Sukkot Afmemo Mudalif explains a little bit different, and he says that even in the case of cooking, even though people use the flames of the of the etim in, in the in the in the process of the cooking, still says Rabbeinu Hananel the ikar bishul happens only at the end. It is true that the pot is starting to be cooked, the food in the pot is being cooked already in the beginning when the when the etim start to get burned, but the ikar of the afia the main 
process of the cooking takes place at the end when the etzim are already burnt and consumed and, and, and all that remains are coals from those etzim. Therefore, says Rabbi Nuchananel, that even in the case of Bishul, it is considered since the main Hano of the Bishul is only after the etzim are already burnt. The Ritva has a third explanation, and he says that really the Hano of baking or cooking is not the fact that the, the food is cooked or baked. The Hano is only when the person is eating the foods that he cooked and baked. And in that case, both in Bishul and in Afiyah, the Hano obviously is Achar Habir, because the person is eating the foods a, lot, a, a long time after the Eitzim have been destroyed already. So according to the Ritva, we don't have to come to the Pshat, that a person uses only the coals and he's not using the flames in the process of the cooking or the baking. That does not matter. Even if he would use the flames and, in, and, the, and the bishul or the afio will be taking place at the time of the destruction of the etim, that's, the etim are still considered since the hana is the fact that a person is eating. That is the real hana in the, in the case of afio and the case of bishul. And therefore it is considered in the Hemshech HaSugya, the Gemara brings a machlaikas between Tanakam and Rabbi Yaisi whether one could use Peiru Shviis, Lemishra, Velikvusa. One wants to use wine which was made out of Peirois, which are Kodesh Bikdusha Shviis. Is he allowed to use this wine in order to soak clothes and wash them from their stains? Tanakam says, Ein Moisrim Peiru Shviis, Lemishra, Velikvusa. And Rabbi Yossi says, Rabbi Yossi Oimer Moisrin, one is allowed to use one, which is Kodesh B'Kedusha Shviz, in order to wash and soak his clothes. The Gemara explains that the Machlaikis of Rabbi Yossi and Tanakama is, what is the mute from the word Le'ochlo? According to Tanakama, the word Le'ochlo is Memayat Eni Hano'ah, which is the Hano'osoy Ubi'uroy Enoyishove. Anytime that the Hano'ah comes after the Bi'ur, after the destruction of the Peir Shviz, one cannot be one cannot have such an anoa from Paris, which are Kodesh Bikdusha Shviz. And therefore, one is not allowed to wash his clothes with wine, which is Kodesh Bikdusha Shviz, because the hanoa comes after the beer. Rashi explains why is that so that the hanoa comes after the beer. And Rashi says that the wine gets destroyed right away when a person puts the clothes in the wine. And the benefit of washing the garment is only later when the person wears the garment it's, itself. Therefore, it is not considered And this ano is not allowed to be done with perish vis. This is how Rashi says, In the, in the moment that a person already started soaking his clothes in the wine, the wine is already starting to be destroyed. And only later, says Rashi, the Hano is only later when he wears those garments. Rabbi Yossi is choylek and Tanakamen. Rabbi Yossi holds that from the pasuk of Leochla, we are not memayet things which Hano also achar beiroi. One is allowed to be nene from Pirish Shviz, even a type of Hano that comes after the beer, after the destruction of the Pirish Shviz. And therefore, one is allowed to wash his garments with wine, which is Kodesh Begdusha Shviz. The only thing that the Pasuk is imat is The Pasuk teaches us that one is only allowed to use the Perois, which are Kodesh B'Kedusha Shviz, for common Hanois, the regular Hanois, which all the people use those fruits for. But Hanois, which are not Shava B'Chol Adam, and the example is Hanois of medicine, if one uses the Perois Shviz for refuah, or he uses the wine, which is Kodesh B'Kedusha Shviz, in order to 
spray it around the house to bring about a nice smell. This is adam, and this hana is asur with a with the wine which is kodesh bekedusha shviz. It comes out that according to Rashi, the hana that we are discussing in the case of washing the clothes is the hanas levisha, the hana that a person, the benefit that a person gets. From the fact that the stains were removed, this is the Hana'ah, this is the main Hana'ah that he receives. And therefore, says Rashi, that this Hana'ah comes after the Bior, since the wine was destroyed right away when he soaked the clothes in the wine. Now, Tracius asks that this is a stira to Agmar in Baba Kamedafkuf Alafamad Beis. The Gemara over there brings a Mishnah that Sfiche Stim Vekoitso Yesh Lohem Shviz. There are special plants which are grown in order to dye clothes with those plants. And the Gemara says that they have Kedusha Shviz, but still says the Gemara that one is allowed to dye his clothes with those garments on Shviz. And the Gemara explains that those garments, those special plants, when he uses them in order to dye his clothes, this is called Hana'osuyu Be'uro Yishoveh. And the Pshad is that the, that the clothes are being dyed at the same time that, the, that these plants are being destroyed. The Be'ur of the plants... The destruction of those plants happens at the same time as the hana, the benefit that he gets from the fact that the clothes are dyed. Asks Taisvis, according to Rashi, that the hana from a beged is the levisha. How could we say that by dyeing the beged, the hana and the beer happen at the same time? It is true that the beged was dyed and was colored at the same time that the, those plants were destroyed. But the ikar hana is not the fact that the beged was now colored. The Ikar Hana is the fact that, that he will be able later on to wear a nice and fresh dyed beged. And if that is so, the Hana over there is also Achar Bi'uroi. Because the plants are misbire, the plants, plants are being destroyed when he's in the middle of the process of dyeing his clothes. And he will get the benefit only later on when he will wear the clothes. Because Rashi says that the Hana, the Ikar Hana from the, from the plants are the Hana Aslavisha. Therefore, Tesis says that it makes more sense to understand our Gemara according to Rashi in Babakam says. Rashi in Babakam explains that the reason why in the case of steam Vekoitza and those special plants which are, which are grown in order to dye the clothes, the reason why it is considered Rashi says, in the process of dyeing the clothes, at the same time that, the, that those roots, those plants are being destroyed, at the same time he gets the benefit of the fact that the clothes get dyed and they get colored. And therefore it is called, And says Taisis, if we focus on the, on the benefit, on the hana that happens to the clothes themselves, we could understand the difference between dyeing clothes and washing them with the wine in our, our sugya. In the case of dyeing the clothes, the, the, the process of dyeing begins right away when the pot is boiling. And therefore, the destruction of the plants and the benefit happen at the same time. On the other hand, in our sugya, since it takes a few days until the wine uh, removes the stains from the clothes, therefore, the wine gets destroyed right away and the stains are being removed only later on after a few days. According to this Taisvis, the Hana in our sugya from the Begodim, in the case of washing the clothes, is not the Hana Aslavisha. The Hana is not the fact that he could now wear nice and fresh clothes. The Hana is the fact that the clothes themselves were cleaned. But Taisvis doesn't explain 
Lemaise, this is a steer in Rashi himself, because Rashi in our sugi did not explain that way. Rashi said that the Hanah of Begodim is Hanah's Levisha, not the fact that the Begodim become clean. And if that is so, Toysis Kashe still remains. How can we say in the case of Stim Vekoitza, in those special plants which are dyeing the clothes, we say that over there the Hanah and the beer are since according to Raji, the Hano is the Hanas Levisha, and the Levisha obviously happens after the, 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 the plants already have been destroyed. Moshe Feinstein in the Sefer Dibois Moshe in Babakama Simen Ein Gimel Anaf Gimel explains that we could understand and we could answer this theory of Rashi by understanding that there's a fundamental difference between washing clothes and dyeing them. And Ramayisha explains that in the case of washing clothes, even though when the clothes have stains on them, one does not want to wear such clothes, nevertheless, the process of removing the stains does not really make a real difference, a real change in the Begad itself. The Begad itself still remains the same, the same Begad, and the person maybe got a little bit of a benefit in the fact that now the Begad is clean, but the Begad didn't really change. Therefore, holds Rashi that the real Hanah over here that we are discussing is not the Hanah that the Beged was clean. The Hanah is the Hanah Slavisha. When a person now is going to wear those clothes, this is when he's getting his Hanah. He's enjoying the fact that the Beged is, cl- is, is, is clean. On the other hand, when we're discussing dyeing clothes and changing their color, in that case, says Ramayisha, the Beged itself is going through a very big difference, a, bi- a very big change. In the beginning, the Beged did not have color or had a color which was not wanted by the Bailim. And after the process of the dyeing, the Beged changed colors. In that case, Rashi agrees that the Ikar Hano is not the fact that he eventually will wear the Beged. Even before that, he gains an Hano by the very fact that the Beged now changed its color. It's a new Heftza of a Beged. And now this Beged is considered something else. And therefore Rashi explains to the Baba Kama that it is considered Hanosu Bi'ur Shava because over there the Hano is not the Hanos Levisha. The Ikar Hano is the fact that now is the Beged Tsovua, and that Hano happens exactly at the same time with the destruction of the plants of the dying uh, plants, because when they are the process of the dying happens, those plants are being destroyed. By this Isoid, Ramesha answers a steer in Rashi himself. We mentioned already that Rashi explain the reason why in Stam Eitzim we say that and that is because the Eitzim usually are used in order to bake food with them. And says Rashi that the baking process is only happening after the Eitzim are already destroyed. When the flames go down and all that is left is now the coals, that is when the baking process begins. And therefore, The Ritva over there explains that the reason why Eitzim are considered is because the real hana of the baking is the eating of the, of, the, of the baked goods, the eating of the bread or whatever else he was baking. And that obviously happens after the Eitzim were already destroyed. And the Shiloh is, why didn't Rashi say the Pshat of the Ritva? It's a very glad Pshat. That the reason why in Eitzim we say that that is because the hana of the person is when he is eating the bread and the destruction of the, the Eitzim happens a lot before that. Why did Rashi have to come and tell us that within the burning of the, of the Eitzim, there are two stages. There's the stage where the flames are still high, and only later he comes to cook with the coals. Rashi could have said a more Pashatip shot, and that is that the Hana of baking is in the Achila itself. And the Kasha is even stronger, since Rashi himself explained that in the case of Kvisa, in the case of washing clothes, 
The hanor is the wearing of the beged. The hanor is not the fact that the beged is being cleaned. The hanor is the wearing of the beged. And the same thing, Rashi should have said the same thing regarding the hanor of baking. The hanor is not the fact that the, that the, the loaf of bread is being baked. The hanor is the fact that now he is eating the bread, and that is for sure hanor achal habiru, because the eighteen were already destroyed. So why didn't Rashi say the pshat of the ritva, which seems a lot more, a, a more poshat pshat, and Rashi himself said the same idea regarding the kvisa of begodim. Says Reb Moshe that according to his side, we could understand the pshat in Rashi. It is true that in the case of cleaning begodim, Rashi said that the hanor is levisha, because in the case of cleaning begodim, nothing really happened to the beged. The beged was only cleaned, but the beged itself did not change. So Rashi said, over there, there is no other hanor than the levisha itself. If we are looking at the beged itself, the beged didn't really change, and the person is only starting to get the benefit when he's wearing the beged, that he, he, he feels that he benefited from the wine which is Kodesh Bikdusha Shviz. On the other hand, when we are discussing baking, in the baking process, obviously the bread changes a very big change before the baking and after the baking. Beforehand it was only dough, which was not ro'i la'chila, and after the baking process it becomes a, a proper loaf of bread. And therefore in that case, Rashi holds that the hano is not only later when he will be eating the bread. The hano is right away when the, be- the bread is being baked, and therefore Rashi had to explain that even though the hanor is the fact that the, bake, the, the bread is being baked, still it is considered because the trees were already consumed by the fire, and all that remains is are the coals from the trees. So far we discuss- discussed in the sugya two types of hanois that a person could have from Perushvis. There is one type of Hanoah that the Hanoah and the Biur happen at the same time, and that type of Hanoah is permitted with the Peirois, which are Kodesh Bikdusha Shviz. And the example is eating those Peirois. Obviously a person is getting the benefit at the same time that the Peirois are being de- de- uh, destroyed. And the other type of Hanoah is Hanoah Biuroi. The case was when a person is washing his clothes with wine, which is Kodesh Bikdusha Shviz. And over there, the benefit that a person gets from those clothes is only after the wine was already, uh, was already destroyed because the destruction of the wine starts right away when he soaks his clothes in the wine. And this type of anor is asur bashviz, at least according to Tanakama, and this is the halacha. Eger in asks, what would be the case in, if, in a hana which comes before the destruction? And the example is if a person wants to get, get the benefit from the peiroi shviz through smelling those peiroi. Is that hana permitted with a peiroi which are Kaddish Bikdusha shviz or not? On one hand we could say that it is, it is not dumya de la'achla, it is not similar to the hana of Achila, because in the case of Achila, the hana and the, and the, and the biur happen exactly at the same time. And now in the case of smelling, the hana comes before the destruction of the peiroi's. Or we could say that the only answer that the Torah asked is in the case where the Hana comes after the Biur. But if the Hana comes before the Biur, there is no problem at all. Rabbi Kivayger says that the that, Hana that which comes before the Biur is permitted with Peris, which are Kodesh Bikdusha Shviz. And Rabbi Kivayger explains the Svaro. The Svaro is that the reason why the Torah asked to have benefit from Perishvis in a way where the Hanok comes after the beer, and the example that we mentioned is washing his clothes with wine, which is Kodesh Bikdusha Shviz, that is before, because the, that, that action looks as if he's destroying the Perishvis. 
There's a halacha in the Torah that one is not allowed to destroy and even though the person who is washing his clothes is not really destroying, he is using the the wine which is in order to wash his clothes. But since the process begins with the destruction of the, of the wine and only later he gets the benefit, this looks as if he's causing the peilois or the wine to be destroyed. And people could think that he is doing, he's causing the, the peris, which are Kodosh, B'Kadosh Hashviz, to be destroyed. Says Rabbi Kivayger, this is only true in a case where the Hanak comes after the Biur. There, there we could understand that the Torah did not want a person to have an Hanak, which seems as if he's destroying the peris Shviz without any purpose. But in the case where the Hanak comes before the destruction, in the case when a person wants to inhale or smell the peris, which are Kodosh, B'Kadosh Hashviz, in that case, there's no problem at all because there everyone will, will understand that, that the Hana, that, that the person did not destroy the Perushvis, he's getting uh, Hana from the Perois, and even though later on the Perois were destroyed by themselves, they, they were rotten or any other way of destruction, he already got the Hana and the Perois were destroyed by themselves. Therefore, says Eger, Lahalocha, one could have Hanoah from Peor Shvis in a way where the, the Hanoah comes before the Beor. Rabkivegir has a beautiful raya to this side. And Rabkivegir says we find that the, Gemara, that the Gemara learns out from the Pasuk of Le'achla that one is not allowed to do schoyer of a Peor Shvis. One is not allowed to do transactions and to, and to sell Peor Shvis and to keep the money and not use that money in the year of the Shemitah. Says Rabkivegir, Doing schayra with peiros shvis by definition is hanaosay koydim beuroi because the hana the benefit that the person gets from the peiros is the money that he received from selling those peiros and the destruction of the peiros will happen only later when the peiros will be destroyed will be eaten or any other form of destruction and says Rabkiveiger if we see that the Torah needs to teach us a special limud that schayra is not allowed with peiros shvis. That is a riot that other ways of Hanois, which will be similar to Schoyro, that the Hano comes before the Biur, will be permitted. Only Schoyro is also because the person is not using the Peris La'achlo, he is using them for Schoyro. But in the case where a person is using the Peris for his own benefit, even though the, the Hano comes before the Biur, that will be permitted with Peris You have been listening to the Shurim of Shas Illuminated. Shas Illuminated is a non-profit organization dedicated to broadening the learning of those studying the DAF worldwide. If you would like to make a donation or to dedicate a DAF or Masechta, please visit our website at shasilluminated.org or call 203-312-SHAS. You can also email us at shasilluminated at gmail.com.